Oh, se l'am rândre prendrese. De frândre abas, l-am rândre braca. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, for it is times like these, saith the Spirit of grace, that you will enter into the very graces of Almighty God, and you shall rise up from the innermost being and see the truths of the Word of God. For it is a time like this, saith God, when my Spirit shall unveil to you the risen Lord, and you shall see with the eye of the Spirit, and you shall see into my Lord, and you shall see into my Spirit, and say, Yea, I see what the past is done for me. Yea, I see what he has raised me. things that you can also walk in. Praise, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Have you got this thing on? You, you taping this? We'll tape. Hallelujah. We'll tape it just for B. Just to kind of get it regulated. It won't be. Well, I count it an honor to get to serve you people. I count it an honor to get to serve the Word of God to you because I know what it's going to produce. I know exactly what it's going to produce. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. 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 Here you go, Linda. I'm tired of them sitting on my desk. <laughs> How many of you know who Dave Robeson is? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Well, praise the Lord. Let's start right here and and we'll stand up. My name is Bessie Sutherland. I'll be teaching you some. My wife, Tommy Sutherland, will be teaching you also. We'll have different ones come in to teach. Praise God. It won't be just me and her. It'll be others come in also. Praise God. Let's start right here and stand up and... Tell your name, rank, and serial number. <laughs> Who you are and where you live and what Michael Higgins, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ellen, stand up again and, and turn around. Uh, this is Ellen Coons. Her and her husband are the pastors at Manual Word Center there in Homer. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. That church really been growing good. She's been listening to, Scott's been listening to his wife. <laughs> hallelujah. All right, hallelujah. Edgar? He's the pastor there. Praise the Lord. Him and his wife. Y'all stand back up. Y'all stand back up. Praise God. 
This is the pastors at Crossing. At one of the fastest growing churches in South Arkansas. Hallelujah. On fire for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Ollie what? Eileen Pinson. Praise the Lord. I'm Janice Puff, Grace Christian Center, Elevator. Hallelujah. Amen. Alan Wade, Hanson, President Lee, Fellowship of Grace Christian Center. What's that, Alan? Go to your Grace Christian Center, Hanson. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Lord will forgive you. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that up here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see this outstanding writing? You need to get used to it. I'm left-handed. You see what this says? It said, go for the school. It said, it don't have no S on it. You know what that means? We got one goal. We don't have two goals. Praise God. We got one goal. We'll get to that. Praise the Lord. All right, let me share some things about what we're going to do. Uh, first of all, I want you to know this, that this school is not your pastor, neither is the teachers your pastor. And I'm not going to counsel with you, and so don't expect it. You've got pastors at your home churches, so uh, uh, some of you go here, I'm your pastor. They know I don't counsel. <laughs> they know that I don't count unless unless you know the wife died you know and been dead two or three days they, I'll come counsel with them you know but it's very seldom I, we have to counsel you won't have to counsel with anybody that's on fire for God as long as they'll do what the word says you won't have problems along that line now if you you know so if, you, if you're not sitting under the word of God you'll need some counseling and some things praise God another thing we will be on time we will be on time. This is not a charismatic school. Are you listening to me? Now, this is not a charismatic school, and don't get in your head that we're some kind of charismatic teaching center or nothing. We're not. We're not. We're not even faith teaching center. I teach faith, and that's all I've ever been is a faith teacher, but it's not a faith teaching center. It is New Creation Bible Training Center, and the number one purpose of this school is to teach along those lines of what happened to you at the new birth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We will have report cards every nine weeks. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I expect everyone 
to make outstanding grades. I don't expect any, any low grades because I'm expecting the Holy Ghost to help teach this thing. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, some of you, if you didn't never receive the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you need to tonight. Don't leave here without it. Don't, don't dare do it. Don't dare do it. I got a friend named Don Hughes. He went to Moody Battle Institute. He ordained me and my wife. And uh, when he left Moody Bible Institute, one of his teachers said, don't you dare go out and preach until you receive the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Praise God. So it is a must to understand what we're going to teach. It is a must to have the Holy Ghost. Praise God. There will be grades given on the subjects. There will be grades given on deportment. Your deportment will not be determined by classroom conduct. It will be conduct outside the classroom. Such as Acts 1.8. You'll receive power after the Holy Ghost comes on and you'll be a witness. You the only one says amen around here? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, so there will be grades and there will be homework. We'll be uh, taping each service We'll be taping these services, and uh, you can choose which tape you want. They will be $2 for the tape. I believe that's as cheap as we can sell them. Uh, with our equipment and, and having someone to copy them and everything, I believe $2 is cost on them. Now, there will be no permission given to duplicate them. Do you hear me? There won't be any permission given to duplicate them and, and give them out. And we won't be selling tapes you know, of the classes here. They will not be sold anywhere else. They are for your personal use. You want to keep them. Praise God. Now, some of you have got a head start on knowing some things about the Pauline Revelation. Some of you have got a head start in knowing some things about faith and how to believe God. Now, some of you, I don't know what, what background you have, uh, and some of you, I do. And some of you have had bad teaching about confession, faith, Different things like that. But we want to get all that worked out and straightened out where we can get on with, with the problem at hand. Hallelujah. Praise God. A lot of people, you know, when I first got into the full gospel movement, there was a big emphasis placed on confession. And people went around confessing like rosary, I got a Cadillac, I got a Cadillac, I got a Cadillac. Well, they didn't, and they wind up with a bicycle built for two. You know, so something was wrong. So there will be... There will be uh, some teaching on, on faith and, and along those lines to get some things straightened out. Uh, there's a book out now. What is the name of that book? You know what it is, Mike? Seduction of Christianity. Or, yeah. Something like that. Uh, it has scared a lot of faith people. I'm going to tell you something. When you know who you are in the Lord, it don't nothing scare you. Amen. Let me tell you something else. I've got sense enough to read the Word of God. And I don't need some egghead to tell me and interpret the Word of God when I can read it and let the Holy Spirit. You know, if it says it in the Word, then I'm going to confess. I'm going to agree with it. What's the difference saying confessing it and agreeing with it? Amen. Amen? Amen. Now, now, this positive confession... Uh, you can't prove that out of the Word of God, just a positive confession, and I just go around making a positive confession all the time. People who want to seed with some of this stuff. 
You understand what I mean? They just went to seed with it. But you cannot go to seed with agreeing with what God says. That's confession. Homilegio saying the same thing our God says. Amen. Man, ain't nothing wrong with saying what God says. And if God calls in things that be not as though they were, I believe I can follow His example. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't believe God done anything wrong. And I don't care about whether the seduction of Christianity, whether he's been on TV, radio, and what. And if Jimmy Swaggart likes it, don't like it, I could care less. Amen. 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 That's right. And I do love Jimmy Swaggart. But I think he meddles too much in things he don't know what he's talking about. And I know for sure that he does when it comes along to side men with stuff. Anytime that a minister has to cut down somebody else's ministered ministry to make his ministry go, that's not right. Amen. Anything, anything that, that brings division in the body of Christ is not right. Now listen to me. We can't just accept everything for the sake of unity. There's only way you can have unity in the body of Christ and that's being in one accord on the Word of the living God. Everybody believing the same thing about the Word of God. God hasn't got 50 interpretations of the Word of God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise God. So we'll, we will not only, you know, be giving out report cards, grades, and the subject, but also in deportment. There will be homework to be done. Praise the Lord. Now, if you want tapes of these services, you'll have to sign up after each service and say, I want such and such tape. I know some of you won't be buying all of them, but buy what you need, what you don't know. And uh, yeah, and just see Tammy, Tammy Faye. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you want tapes, you have to, you have to they'll be... You, you turn in what you want this week and you can get them the following week. All right? Praise the Lord. They will be $2. And we won't give permission to duplicate them as of right now. As of right now. Now, we will be, out of this nine-month course, we will be ordaining those that we recognize that have a call of God upon their life and have learned the Word to the sufficient portion that they could be a help out there that we will be planning on sending some to different places, to work in different ministries and to work in different places. Some of them might even be, some of you might even be starting churches. Are you listening to me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I just thank God for nine more months. Just give us nine months, Lord. Just give us nine months and we're going to do something for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, praise God. We're planning on sending some people to work in Jim Zirkle's ministry. We're planning on diff different, different places. Plus, we will equip you with the Word of God to the point that you'll be a mighty help in your local church. You'll be 10,000 times a better help than you are right now. Amen. And, if, and if that's not so, then we'll fail in our mission. Say, praise God. Praise God. We will be in this, in this nine-month course. It'll be a night school. We're going to try to have 120 hours of classroom study. Praise the Lord. Now, there will be homework. Everybody say homework. Homework. All right. Have you got your pencil and piece of paper out? Up the top, write Galatians 
Galatians 3.27. I want every person on the sound of my voice to know that scripture. Learn it. Not memorize it. Learn it. By next week. Galatians 3.27. Alright, and I want you to write a resume on at least a half a page or less. I don't want you to write me a, a book of your whole life and what you plan to do from here until six months after the millennium's over. I want a short, I want a short half a page. It doesn't take that long. And I want you to write this. What God has called you to do. You say, well, he hasn't called me to do anything. I'm just a housewife. Write it. Oh, I wish more would recognize the call to be wise. Amen. 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 I've seen a lot of people say, well, you know, the Lord called me, you know, called me to India. He's called me to India. And they leave five or six little wild Indians at home <laughs> and they choose to and then run off. You know, God don't call you to do that. Amen. He calls you first to the house Amen. and to be a witness there <laughs> and to get that family saved and believe that husband in. Are you listening to me? Amen. I don't believe that a, a wife can get before Almighty God and be honest before God that she can't believe that husband in. Hallelujah. But I want you to write on, on what God has called you to do. Now, if you don't know what God's called you to do, uh, if you don't know what He's called you to do, and a lot of you don't, a lot of you know, you think, well, He's called me to preach. Well, that don't tell me a whole lot. He called all of us to preach. Has he called you to be a teacher, a prophet, evangelist, a missionary apostle, pastor? What? What has he called you to do? Has he called you just to be a, a, a regular lay member, just a member in the church? I tell you what, the church is hurting right now for dependable lay people, dependable deacons and dependable people that they can stand up. Ain't that right, Mike, that you can stand up and say, look, I've got 20 men right there that I can depend on, and if I say, come pray tonight, we'll pray heaven and earth together, praying. I can depend on them. And if we turn in a prayer request, you better want it because they'll get it prayed out. Amen. People are needing that in church. God, for a long time, was magnifying the teaching ministry. He was magnifying the teaching ministry. But right now, He's magnifying the local church and establishing the local church as His ordained organization in that town. Praise God. So if you don't know your call, which a lot of you don't, if you don't know what God's called you to do, I want you to write, what are you doing about finding out? If you ain't doing nothing about finding out what He's called you to do, write that down too. Just be honest. Don't try to snow me because it ain't me you're trying to impress anyway. Yeah. Amen? Amen? What are you doing about finding out? A lot of people go through life and never find out what God's called them to do. Alright. How has God equipped you to do what He's called you to do? If you know, write that down. What kind of gifts? It's kind of like one fellow I heard personally say. He said, I am an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, a pastor and teacher, and have all nine gifts of the Holy Ghost working in me all the time. Well, about six months ago, I, I read where he got back out of the penitentiary. And I thought to myself, yeah, 
he needed to be put in the nut house instead of the uh, 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 penitentiary because you ain't nobody called to be an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teaching all nine gifts of the Spirit just flowing through you all the time. Nobody, 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 nobody. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. <clears throat> now, I do believe that all nine gifts of the Spirit are in you if you're full of the Holy Ghost. But you won't be used in all of them at just all the time. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. So I want you to write how God has equipped you and what are you doing about your call now? Be totally honest. I'll give that back to you in nine months. And I dare say that 90% of you will change, be, be, have a different call. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we'll be teaching a different variety. Uh, that's your homework for next week. Y'all bring that next week. Does everybody understand what I said now? Everybody understand? Huh? Everybody got it. Everybody got it. All right. Praise the Lord. Don't come up here next week and say, I didn't understand. I'll bring my dunce hat. All right, praise the Lord. Tommy Sutherland. Tommy Sutherland uh, uh, will be teaching some classes. Uh, one of the classes that she'll be teaching is prayer. Is prayer. I've heard a many Christians say, well, you know, all we can do about that is pray. That's all you need to do if you know how to pray. Well, I can't do nothing about it, Brother Sutherland. All I can do is pray. No, you ain't praying. Well, if you prayed, we wouldn't do nothing but bumping your gums. That's all. It wouldn't amount to nothing. See? But you've got to learn how to pray. We're going to be teaching how to pray and get results every single time. We do not want to miss God in any time. See, prayer, see, prayer, a lot of people think, well, prayer is communicating with God. Prayer is not communicating with God. That's not what it is. Prayer is joining forces with Almighty God and carrying out His will in this earth. Hallelujah. That's prayer. That's prayer. You join with the mighty God. Your covenant partner, praise God. He's in heaven, but you're down here. Blessed be God. Carrying out His will in this earth. John Wesley said something in one of his uh, writings. He said, I don't understand it, but I know for sure that God can't move on this earth till man prays. Well, I understand it. We got more understanding than we did back in the 1800s. Praise the Lord. So Tommy will be teaching on prayer. Praying only to get results. Praying only to get results. We don't want to just be praying. Well, well i got to go pray. You know, it's required of me to talk to the Lord. I'm not interested in talking to the Lord like that. We're interested in getting results every time. Amen? How many of you get prayer, your prayers answered every time and get results? Amen. Amen. You need to think about that. All right, we'll be teaching on the doctrines of Christ out of Hebrews 6. Uh, we'll be teaching on the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, tongues for the believer. We'll have a, 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 a class on that and uh, be going into the gifts of the Spirit because I believe that this next move of Almighty God will be a move of the supernatural. It will be a move of the Spirit because we have had a foundation upon the Word of God for the last 15 years. 
And that which built a foundation upon the Word of God can be trusted to see the supernatural. For the Spirit and the Word will agree. Amen? Amen. You know, one of the things that, that came out of the faith movement, the number one thing that came out of the faith movement was this, that people had to locate the Spirit. They had to locate the Spirit. Where am I believing at? Well, believe out of your heart. Well, where is that? You know, where is, that, where is it located? You know, and they had to find out where the heart was. And when they found out where the heart was, they could tell the voice of God because He was speaking to them in their heart. And God could lead and guide them. That's the number one thing come out of that thing. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we'll be, she will be teaching. Tommy will be teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, the doctrines of Christ. She'll be teaching on prayer. Uh, we... Uh, both will be teaching on ministry gifts. Ministry gifts. Do you know what ministry gifts is? That's not just the fivefold ministry, but the other gifts. Ministry gifts. Praise God. We'll be teaching on that. Teaching on your calling and how to get your ministry started. How to get your ministry started. We'll be teaching on the gifts that qualify you where you can recognize your office that, that you're called into. You know, if you're called into an office of God, He'll equip you to do that office. Someone said, well, I've got ability to do this. Well, God ain't interested in your ability. He cares less about your ability. All He wants you to do is be faithful and let Him do the ability and the anointing. Amen? Amen? Praise God. So we'll both be teaching on, on, on uh, ministry gifts and the, and the gifts that qualify you for your office. We will teach on church government. We will teach on church government uh, how to have a proper foundation, how to build a proper foundation for your ministry, how the inner workings of a ministry works, how to set up a ministry, things about tax deductions and stuff like that for those, you know, uh, that's called into the ministry. We won't take up, you know, uh, many lessons on it, but they... they I know you that's not called be glad to understand some of that too. Praise God. Praise God. So we'll be teaching along those lines how to set up a ministry. Now I will be teaching every session there will be teaching on the Pauline Revelation. Hallelujah. How many of you know what the Pauline Revelation is? Amen. Raise your hand if you know what the Pauline Revelation is. Praise God. Don't raise your hand now. I may ask you to stand up and tell what it is. Praise the Lord. The Pauline Revelation is the revelation that Jesus Christ gave Paul for the church. For the church. It is the revelation to the body of Christ. How many of you know Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the synoptic gospels, were written, they're open letters. They're open letters to the world. They're like a biography, like George Washington walked down the road. He had false teeth. He chopped down a cherry tree. Jesus walked the shores of Galilee. He healed the blind. He, he raised the dead. He, he walked the sea. Just a biography. But when you get over into the Pauline epistles, it is a direct revelation to the church of who you are and what is already yours because of the death, burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, this school, you will major, your major will be the Pauline Revelation. Hallelujah. How many of you know Paul wrote over half the New Testament? He wrote over half the New Testament. And the church is still running around trying to preach the Old Testament. And trying to do something over in there. 
and, and, and over there in the types and shadows, and this is a type of this, and this is a shadow of this. Man, no, we don't care about the types and shadows. We got the real thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Now, ain't nothing wrong with the, you know, I preach out of the Old Testament. Have been for three or four months, been teaching out of the Old Testament. Nothing wrong with it, but it, it, you need to get it in perspective. Praise the Lord. All right. We will be teaching on this Pauline revelation, not on Paul. Don't get Paul in your head. I'm not interested in Paul. Amen? Amen. Thank God that he got a revelation. But I ain't interested in Paul or his theology. I could care less about that. I'm interested in one thing, the revelation that Jesus gave him. I want that revelation that the Lord Jesus Christ gave Paul to be your revelation, praise God, that you see in your heart that I died with Christ. I was buried with him. I've been alive with him, praise God. And I'm raised with him. And now I sit in heavenly places from the authority of Almighty God right in his throne room. I rule and reign on this earth, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I want that revelation to be our revelation. I know that it's time to put it in the body of Christ. I know it is. I know the time is now. <laughs> Praise God. I've seen it tried to be put in the body of Christ for 10 years and it wouldn't work. I was sitting before Almighty God one day and I told him, and I told him, I said, Lord, if you turn me loose right now, it'd take me 15 years to get this into the body of Christ. He said, it won't take me that long. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm expecting the Holy Ghost to put some things, a quick work, a quick work. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I'll be teaching at least one session every week on the Pauline Revelation. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Uh, we'll, I will be teaching on demons and demonology, mainly from the vital end of it. How to handle demons. How to cast out devils. Your authority along those lines. We'll be teaching, I will be teaching on faith. And I don't know some of you's background on faith, but I do know this. I know that we're going to teach faith and we're going to teach what I call a crash course on it. Sometimes I'm going to teach three or four lessons in one. And you'll have to take and chew on it all week and go back over it and look your scriptures up and work it out yourself. Because we do not have time in 120 hours to get into deep details on faith. Everybody should know some workings of faith. Amen. Everybody, if you've been in the full gospel movement at all, you should know some faith and how it works and something to do with confession and how to act on the Word and different things like that. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. So we're going to teach some things about faith and we're going to teach what I, I, I'm going to consider a, a, a crash course. You must get a grip on faith to understand the Pauline Revelation. You're not going to... Uh, my number one desire would see people that went through Rhema Bible College and then said under these truths about who you are in Christ. I, I don't know what it produced, but I, I, I'd give anything. I'd tear two years off my life right now. I'd just tear it off the top. Let me look and see what it'd do. Just show me. Just show me what it'd do, Lord. Just show me. I just, I just, if I had a, I just, just like it, I just tear it off and say, well, I'll throw that away. Just, just show me what it'll produce. I know what it'd do. I know in my heart what it'll do. I know exactly what these truths will do in the body of Christ. I know what it'll do, folks. I've never seen anything that'll produce the quality. 
we will be teaching faith according to the Pauline Revelation. How I many you know faith in the Pauline Revelation is different than faith in the Gospels? See? How many of you know the woman with the issue of blood didn't have, she wasn't in your class? See? She wasn't even a born again woman. Blind Bartimaeus, crying out, Thy son of David, he wasn't in your class. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So we'll be teaching things about faith. We will teach, we're basically on, on, on healing and prosperity, uh, more or less, we'll go over a lesson or two of it and just show you your healing and your prosperity in your redemption. Hallelujah. In your redemption. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Uh, let me say this in this beautiful handwriting. The goal for the school. We have one goal and one only. Uh, New Creation Bible Training Center has one goal. And is that, let me just write, read what I wrote down today. For you to have a vital, experiential knowledge of what God has already done for you. What He's already made you, who you are, who you are in Christ, in Christ, through Christ, by Christ, and what God has accomplished in Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and it's set down to your credit, and you being able to express this with simplicity. Now, you don't have to write this down, because I'm going to say it another way in a minute. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you be able to express this with simplicity of what Jesus has already done for you in the death, burial, and the resurrection. And to demonstrate the resurrected, glorified Christ in your world. To demonstrate Him. To demonstrate Him. I am not interested in trying to get something accomplished and work. How many of you know the body of Christ has never seen the miraculous power of God in manifestation as a whole? How many of you know we ain't in no use of kidding ourselves? We have not. There's been a man through the generation. There's been one Smith of Wigglesworth. There's been a Lakes. There's been a Hagen. There's been a Old Roberts. One here and one there and one here. But how many of you ever seen a whole body of Christ, a whole church walking in the supernatural power of Almighty God, defeating Satan at every turn, and everything that they do, they glorify their Lord Jesus Christ. And it's not just with words and not just uh, with talk, but it is with the demonstration and the deeds and the working of the Holy Ghost through their members. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we're interested in. Have one goal. I have one goal. In this school, we've got one goal. I'll give you the interpretation on that. It's kind of like a steel. That's the fire under that steel. We're going to put and it's going to be refined and come out down here and we're going to have Christians come out down here. We're going to produce Christians. There's one thing to do Christians. Hallelujah. 
sound like Albert Einstein said, if I ever seen a Christian, I'd become one. I'd become one of those. He said, I've read the Bible through many times. He said, the center of Christianity is who you are in Christ. <laughs> so that's what it's all about. How many of you know when God was dealing with what did he do? He came up and he blew his breath into him. He put himself into Adam. Well, God's never changed. God's never changed, folks. He still wants the same purpose for you that he did for Adam. Praise God. It's never changed. It never has changed. Praise God. So we are going to do one thing. Our goal is this. is to produce Christians. Now listen to me close. I don't want you to go off here and say something weird that I didn't say. <laughs> because what we are going to teach in most circles will be considered heresy. Are you listening to me? It'll be as much considered heresy as the faith movement was when it started. Everybody said that's faith stuff, that's some kind of uh, something, there's some kind of weird something. But you know, it just kept climbing. First thing you know, Brother Hagin sent them all over the world and they're doing something mighty for God right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Our goal, our number one goal, only goal that this school will have is to produce Christians on the same order, the same standard, and the same pattern as the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to me. I will not settle for this. We will not settle for this. I'm not satisfied with this thing to be. I'm not satisfied with that. I'm not going to be satisfied with everyone to see the standard of the church and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And all the standards. Peter's got the standard. Paul's not. Andrew's not. Matthew's not. The great physician's not. The, the, the beloved physician, look, he's not. There's one standard for the church, there's one pattern, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. And God made every one of you exactly like Jesus Christ. Nothing short of it. Nothing short of it. John G. Lake said something in one book. So the church will never be a church until they see the standard of Christianity which is nothing short of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There ain't but one standard. <laughs> That's all. There ain't but one standard. Praise God. First Peter, the second chapter, in the 21st verse, it said Jesus was leaving us an example that we should follow in His steps. He left us an example that we could follow in His steps. Follow in His steps. Well, what does He mean? Cotton Patch said He set us an example he set an example for you so that you might walk in his tracks. Walk in his tracks. How am I going to walk in his tracks? Now listen to me. You won't never walk in, in Jesus' tracks as far as being, going to the cross and you saving the world and all this kind of stuff. You won't never develop off in to Jesus Christ. You won't never just all of a sudden you'll grow up and you'll develop one of these days into the Son of God. The minute you got born again, you was made in the direct image of the Lord Jesus Christ and the same thing that was in Him was placed in you at the new birth and there's nothing that's, that, 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 that's in Him that's not in you this very night. Amen. Produce Christians just exactly like Jesus. Can that be accomplished? Yes. Huh? Yes. Mike, you believe that? Yes, sir. 
Why would he say that? that's the goal? Why would he say that's the standard? Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, Philippians 3.14, New American Bible said, My entire attention is upon the finish line as a runner runs towards the prize to which God calls me. Life on high in Christ Jesus. Living straight out of heaven, folks. Living out of heaven and just dancing all around. Living out of heaven. Drawing your life straight out of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Are you satisfied with your experience today? If you're satisfied with where you are with God, then you don't need to come to this class. You need to see Tammy and see if you can talk her out of giving you tuition back. <laughs> Turn in your Bibles to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians, the fourth chapter, tenth verse. I want you to pay close attention to the next few things that I say because they're going to, it's either going to rest on your head or you're going to tilt. One of the two. One of the two. Tenth verse, 14. said, He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. All things. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Why did he give them? For the maturing or perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. How long did he give this fivefold ministry? Till we all come into the unity of the faith. Now listen to what he says. And to the knowledge of the Son of God. Now that didn't, knowledge didn't mean head knowledge, epignosis, exact knowledge, divine revelation. That you ha will have a revelation of who the Son of God is. Praise be unto God. As Peter said to, to Jesus Christ, he said, who do you men say that I am? He wound up saying, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I stand before you this very night, and I point my finger at you, and I say, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are the Christ in this earth. You are the Lord Jesus Christ in this earth. You are the Word made flesh, people. You are the Word made flesh. You are incarnate sons of the living God. You are twice born men. Are you here? And women. Hallelujah. You're twice born. How many of you know you've already lived once? Huh? You've already lived once. Someone said, yeah, well, when I got saved, God wiped my slate clean. No, He didn't. He destroyed your slate. You were so messed up, He could not use your slate. Someone said, well, He gave me the life of God. Yeah, He didn't just put life of God into you. That life of God came into you, and it exploded, and it killed that old man. The roommates. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I intend, I intend, how many of you know who F. Lee Bailey is? I intend to prove it. He's a lawyer, one of the best in the world. I intend to prove this case beyond a shadow of a doubt. 
There will be no reasonable evidence. There will be decisive proof straight out of God's mouth Himself. And the anointing of the Holy Ghost will anoint and He will confirm that what we're teaching is correct. He'll not only do that by divine revelation into your heart, but He's going to do it by divine signs and wonders. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Alright, that 13th verse said, Till we all come in the unity of the faith. And to the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. How many of you believe you'd be a perfect man? Amen. I'll go one better than that. You're already perfect. God didn't make no half perfect. You're a totally perfect man. He says so in Hebrews. He said you're a man made perfect. Hallelujah. With no flaws. So till we all come in the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto what? The measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. That is the standard of the church. The fullness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read you another translation or two. It'll shed a little light on that. Love it translation. Let's see. Love it. He said, It is by this means that God purposed to weld us into a single union in the faith and through our experimental knowledge of the indwelling Son of God come to maturity. The goal, obviously, is that we become so like Christ that we too display the divine personality in our lives. Hallelujah. That we just walk around. We walk around and the divine life of Almighty God said, well, how am I going to get it? I don't understand. Well, let's keep coming. We're going to show you. New Life, New Testament said, we are to be full-grown Christians standing as high and complete as Christ Himself. That's the standard of the church. See, there's not two patterns to, to, to this thing. I'm telling you, God was not trying to make a, a Jesus Christ or something that could defeat the devil, defeat his enemy. He was after a new creation nation to make a complete nation with Jesus to the humanity to nothing less than the standard of Messiah's own perfection. What's the standard of the church? What is the standard? What is our goal? What is our goal? What is we trying to work out? Why are we, why are we trying to reach right around here? What are we going for? Are we just trying to get along, you know, and make it to heaven one day and trying to be good little folks and both to do good as I'm not satisfied with that, folks. My heart cries out. My heart cries. I've got to walk like Jesus. I've got to. I've got whatever it takes. No matter what it takes, we've got to do it. Someone's got to leave their mark on Christendom. 
Someone's got to leave their mark. If Jesus tarries, someone's going to have to leave an example. Say in that generation, oh, there's kind of like the early church. Early church turned the world upside down. Those people right there turned the world right side up. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you listening to me? Praise be unto God. Let me read another translation. Grieber. Johannes Grieber. He said, having the full measure, having the full measure of growth in which Christ is our pattern. How big are you planning on getting? Oh, I'm going to get big as Paul. Well, you done shot for the stars. Let's shoot for the moon. Let's go for it. Let's go for the goal, folks. Let's go, let's go for the goal. Man, let's don't, let, let, let's don't let nothing outrun us. Paul said, I, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking for what God captured me for. He said, I'm trying to comprehend with all my understanding to understand why God captured me. He said, I want to know why. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. theology. I don't want a bunch of that. I want to know when they fall out of the third story, when I can lay out on him in the life of God come again. Hallelujah. When you know who you are, I'm telling you right now, you'll not be afraid to lay hands upon the sick. You'll lay hands on open leprosy. It'll not make any difference. Praise God. Good news Bible said, reaching to the very heights of Christ's full measure. Reaching to the heights. Oh, hallelujah. We're going to soar. We're going to soar. We're going to be like Enoch. We're going to get to running around with God so much we're just going to be up there with Him all the time. Amen. Folks, I'm telling you, if some of us is going to make some launches out into the supernatural realm, we're going to go in and out and find pasture. Yes. We're going to go in and find the supernatural power of God and all the supernatural gifts of the Spirit, all the miraculous things of God, we're going to go in and search those things out and come back out and minister them to the world, folks. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Cressman translates that. said, really grown-up Christians. You don't hear, hear the rest of it? Let me read that. Have you got your shouting clothes on? Said really grown up Christians like Christ Himself. Amen. That's a grown up Christian. There ain't no other standard for the church. Peter ain't the standard. Let me tell you something. Peter didn't even know what we know. Paul hadn't even been hadn't even written these things before Peter left here. Do you know that? Man, he'd stand up and preach out of Joel. And get 5,000 saved. You know why? Because he recognized the anointing of the Holy Ghost was upon him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See, Patsy, a lot of folks think, well, I got anointed by the Holy Ghost. I got, I got the Holy Ghost and got the talking in tongues. Well, why come, well, what is the purpose of the Holy Ghost? Well, well I can... <laughs> the goosebumps. No, I don't know. You know, think he's head of the goosebump department. The Holy Ghost pass out hot flashes and stuff. No? You know what the purpose of... Of the Holy Ghost is for? I'm going to tell you what it's for. It is an anointing, just like it was in the Old Testament, when he anointed David to be king. 
And he stood before Goliath and said, You have insulted my God. And this day I'm going to get your head, big boy. You have, you in trouble now with my God. You have defied the armies of the Lord of hosts. This day I'm going to get you, and that ain't all. I'm going to get the rest of you Philistines too. I got five rocks, and I'll, I'll bounce them off all y'all's head. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is to anoint you to be a king and a priest. Hallelujah. That's what the anointing's for. They anointed the priest in the Old Testament. See? And they anointed the king. It's a kingly anointing and a priestly anointing. Hallelujah. We've learned some things about the authority of the believer. We've learned some things about the kingly anointing. That's the authority. But the priestly anointing is the holiness of Almighty God. And those two are going to come together. I'm telling you, these truths about who you are in Christ, I'll tell you what they'll do. They'll make you humble before a living God if you get a hold of them. They'll make you humble. You'll want to fall on your face before the resurrected Lord that a king would die for you and make you what he's done for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me read that one more trip. Really grown up Christians. Say that with me. Really grown up Christians. Really grown up Christians. Say grown up Christianity. Grown up Christianity. My goal, My goal is to be a grown up Christian. Is to be a grown up Christian. Like Christ Himself. Like Christ Himself. Exactly like Christ Himself. Exactly like Christ. Himself. No difference than Christ Himself. No difference than Christ Himself. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, you talking about heresy. <laughs> I started to say Jimmy Swagger would, but I'm not. Hallelujah. I love Brother Swagger, and I mean that. I'll I tell you what, that man inspires me. And I'll tell you what I do believe. Whether it's me, you, whoever it is, I believe we need to stick in the office that God called us to do. If you call to be an evangelist, you don't need to be trying to teach somebody something. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. Galatians 2.20 said, I was crucified with Christ. So nevertheless I live. Now it's not I that lives, but it's Christ that liveth in me. It is the Christ, the anointed one. People, you will never be Jesus of Nazareth. Now listen to me. Don't leave here thinking you're going to wind up being Jesus of Nazareth. You're going to be Jesus of Christ at Arkansas. You're going to be the Christ of Christ. Blessed be God. You're going to be the Christ of Lord. You're going to be the Christ of Eldorado. You're going to be the Christ of home. You're going to be the Christ. You're going to express the divine life and nature of a res- resurrected Christ right through your being. Hallelujah. The same life that raised Christ from the dead lives in your mortal body. Hallelujah. And it'll make it alive. Praise God. You know, he said in Galatians 2.20, I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Now, it's not I that lives, but it's Christ that lives in me. Now, listen to what else he said. And the life that I now live in the flesh, how do I live it? I live by the faith of the Son of God. See, I'm going to operate on the Jesus kind of faith, ain't I? See, I'm going to shift my faith in high gear. I'm going to hit second, and I'm going to hit overdrive pretty soon. And then the first thing you know, I'll just be walking in faith, and it'll be an unconscious thing. I won't have to stop and think, well, now let's see how that goes. By his who? By his, oh yeah, by his stripes I'm healed. 
The resurrected, glorified Jehovah Rapha lives his life through me, praise God. The resurrected Lord, the Christ, the healer, he lives and dwells in my mortal body, praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It'll make my body alive. Yeah. And dirt, you don't have but one thing to say, and that's shut your mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Galatians 1.16, he said about this revelation that he got from the Lord, he said this. He said that uh, uh, the purpose was that he could reveal his Son through me. Reveal his Son through me. Reveal his Son. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Romans 8.29, turn over there and let's read that. I don't believe any one of you is here tonight by divine accident. I believe you've heard from the Lord and that you've got a burning hunger in your heart to know more about Jesus Christ and you're not willing to satisfy yourself to be just a normal Christian and eat, sleep, and die, and eat, sleep, and die, and go to church. That kind of deal. Well, and I'll, you know, and I'll be a good Christian. I'll be a good husband and wife, and I'll eat, sleep, and die. You're not willing. If you're willing to do that, then you're not going to make it in this class. It'll get boring to you. It'll get where Well, I don't know. I, I, just, I just, you know, rather be watching gun smoke or something. You're listening to me. But if you'll purpose in your heart, I'm going to get a hold of what that old boy is saying. I'm going to get a hold of that thing. And I'm going to get it down in my spirit to the point that I can show people the resurrected Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Romans 8, 29. Said, for whom he did know, talking about us, he did, he did, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. Anytime you see the word predestinate, uh, predestined in the Bible, he is always 100% of the time talking about Christians. Never talking about heathens predestined to go to hell. You were predestined to be conformed to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. You was predestined to be blessed with all the blessings heaven itself enjoys. He, he planned this thing out. He's going to bless you folks. Amen. Romans 8, 29. said, For whom he did foreknow, he, did also, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn. Say firstborn. firstborn. Among many brethren. Among many brethren. He does not just want one like Christ. He wants all of them. It reminds me of this. Every time I read this, when I was a kid, it was, it was girls that could cut out paper dolls, and they cut them paper dolls out, and they made a pattern. They made a pattern, and there it was, and they pull it out, and they'd have a string of them brothers. That's what God wants. That's what God wants. He wants a whole line of them brothers. Praise God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. All right, hallelujah. Turn with me over to Matthew, the uh, 10th chapter. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Seventh verse. Matthew 10 and 7. So now as you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He never told him to go to his preach, neither did he. 
Luke 11, 8 said, Go preach and show. It's time for the church to put up some of that show business. Are you hearing me? Listen, folks. Now listen close to me. We've told folks for years. Now you go get you some of this Word and you confess it a hundred miles an hour and you confess this thing till it becomes alive in your heart. Uh Uh-uh. That's not right. Jesus never told a man to do that. Never told one. Said, now wait, now uh, 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 you're going to begin to be healed and uh, you go home and confess that he never done that. Did he? How many of you know Jesus is our example? Amen. Now what is confession all about? Confession is for you. For you, just like it was for Jesus. He went around always talking about, I always please my Father. I walk out of heaven. I live out of heaven. Continually confessing the word of the living God. He confess- Your confession is for you. Do you stay built up to the point that you don't have to tell him to go confess? Say, when I lay my hands on you, the life, the nature of the living God will flow out of me. Are you hearing me? If they ain't never heard of Brother Hayden or uh, Copeland or someone, they don't know what, what that is. How many of you believe I'm right? Well, I'm telling you right now, I know I'm right. And if you don't believe it, you need to change what you believe in. <laughs> All right, hallelujah. He said, go preach the... Uh, Go you and preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, what's the kingdom of heaven or the gospel? What is it all about? The eighth verse said, heal the sick. Didn't say go pray for them. Didn't go say go pray the prayer agreement over somebody. He said go heal the sick. Cleanse the leopard. Now listen to me. You are a healer. You are a savior. You are a deliverer. Now don't get in your head I said you was Jesus and you're going to save the world. You ain't going to do that. He sent you to set the people free and deliver them and get them saved. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? He said go heal them. He said go set them free. Go deliver them. Hallelujah. Amen. He didn't say go pray for them. Amen. Now listen to Now he's telling this to a bunch of folks that ain't even born again. Woo, glory. What can a man full of Jesus do? Woo, turn me loose. Hallelujah. He said, heal the sick. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopard, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you receive, freely give. Amen? Have you seen anyone go around healing the sick? Have you seen anyone raising the dead? He's right over there. He's going to come through this, and when he comes out on that end, he's going to have the fire of Almighty God in his heart, and a, be- a person better not die around him. Hallelujah. He better not. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, now listen to me. Listen close to me. We have walked along the road with a woman of the issue of blood, and that's fine. And we said, she said it. She believed it. She acted on it and she wasn't told it. And that's fine. That's fine. That's what she done. And we said, we came along there and our faith reached out and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. 
Are you listening to me? Is that right? Yes. That's right. And we identified with the water of Israel's blood. We need to be identified with Jesus. Hallelujah. But we the divine power of God was in them. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Right over there. Right over there. Blind Bartimaeus, he came along, he cried out, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Thou have mercy on me. And we've run along, we said, Well, I'm going to cry out mercy. And thank God we can cry out mercy. I preached the other day to the church on the uh, sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. You know how he went out there and got little Mephibosheth out there in the loaded bar? <laughs> huh? Said, man, let's put the king's robe on him. Let him eat with us. Put his seat under my table. Give him the best because I've got a covenant with his daddy. Praise God. Well, Jesus came and they cried out to him, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. Hallelujah. De enacting their covenant rights. And blind Bartimaeus knew this. If, if Jesus heard him and he was the son of David, he'd have mercy on him. Praise God. And he'd be healed. He knew that. They told him, Shut your mouth. Just shut up over there. You talk too much. Get quiet, old blind man. And he got louder. He got louder. How come? He knew if Jesus heard him and he is the son of David. Uh, that he'd invoke that covenant right, the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. And we've agreed, and we've identified with blind Bartimaeus. If I could just touch him, if he could just hear me, blessed be God, we ought to be on the other end where Jesus is. God wants you to transfer. He wants you to get out of the crowd and get out of the crowd. We've got to be put to heal this night. If any man be in pride, in pride, he's a new creation. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians six seventeen that he that's joined unto the Lord has formed a single spirit. He's one. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Well, our goal for the school is one thing, to produce a Christian. You're going to have to set your goals. And it's not going to be easy. A lot of you has got to work on Tuesdays and things like that. A lot of you's got long drives, a lot of your housewives, and you're going to have to show the love of God at your house around your husband. And he say, I don't mind you going if you do your work. Well, you're going to have to keep it up at the house. And he's going to have to see a smile upon your face. And that wife's going to have to see the love of God come out of you. And you're going to have to purpose in your heart, I'm fixing to get a hold of this at all costs. I don't care what the cost, I'm going to get a hold of it. Praise God. Praise God. You know, John 14, 12, he said, The works I do, you'll do also, and greater works than these shall you do. I ain't seen nobody doing the works of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you? You seen anyone raising the dead? Huh? How many of you know Daisy Osborne? 
T.L. Osborne. They've produced what we, they, they have produced. Those two people have, have produced what we're trying to produce. They know who they are in Jesus Christ. They've raised the dead. They've seen the miraculous. And they see it on a regular basis. Someone said, yeah, but they're called into the office of an evangelist. Yeah, that's right. They're called into that. But they believe God to the point that they know who they are and they know it's not them and it is the Christ and they don't have no pressure and they're not afraid to stand in front of the highest king in the universe and proclaim Jesus as Lord and tell him what their God will do. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. We'll take a little break. He just annihilated and put a brand new creation. Any man being Christ, he's a total new species, a new being. Hallelujah. That's good, ain't it? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, hallelujah. Let's stand up and we'll pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we humble ourselves before our Master this day, our Lord, our King. Oh, Father, we humble ourselves and ask for that anointing to teach with the power and the accuracy only our Spirit can bring, only the Holy Spirit can bring, and we thank you. Now, Father, we ask for revelation knowledge be spoken directly into our hearing that we may receive the things you have for us. Now, Father, we'll honor you and praise you and give you the complete, total victory and the honor for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, my wife used up most of the time while I go on the last day or so. <laughs> they, oh, that's right. I better not lie. Just pass him out. Pass him out down there. Sing it again, so sing it one more time and draw in the union and we'll and we'll get started. Yeah, let everybody sing it one more time. Drowning you in his core. Where'd you get that Galatians? Sorry, where I got it. Yeah, that's my writing, though. That's my writing. That ain't no Galatians. That's in a wind. You know, book. That's mine. Get out of the way. I'm very jealous over them notes. Ooh, I'm telling you. I'm talking about 10 years. 10 years of getting hold. We're going, we'll, we'll make available translation, comparison of, of Romans, of 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Ephesians, and everything. Uh, let me just give you an example why I use different translations. Galatians 2.20 said, I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Now, it's not I that lives, but it's Christ that lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live in the faith of the Son of God, which is in me. The still Bible says this. I died with Christ. And the life that I now live in my second existence is simply Jesus using my body. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, if that won't set you on fire, won't nothing. 
My second existence, we're twice born people. Hallelujah. We're not once born, we're twice born. This is our second existence. Someone said, well, that's like that reincarnation. That's a lie. That reincarnation's like what we're teaching. They're trying to copy what we got. The devil's always trying to get next to something and try to pervert it. We're talking about the flat truth of the Word of God. I was born again, annihilated when, when I was born again. That old man left. You know, it reminds me of the atomic bomb. It just, when that atomic bomb fell on Hiroshima, those people over there couldn't even talk about it, folks. They'd interview them. I was just a kid, and they'd interview them folks. They couldn't talk about it. It wasn't like a conventional funeral or something where they cried and squalled and bawled, lost my daddy, you know, he died, he's 98 or something like that. Those people were no more. They were gone. They didn't, they, she couldn't find their shoes. They couldn't find them, their clothes. They were gone. On some of the buildings that stood, there would just be an imprint of where they used to be a human being, just like a a, a photostat, just bam, it would be an imprint there, uh, 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 kind of like a negative on a wall. Say, where's your husband? He's no more. We didn't have to cry. We didn't have no funeral. Well, that's what happened to you when the life of God came into you. It blew that old man out of there, and he put a brand new creation straight out of God himself in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's stand up and sing one more time. I want you to sing this all week. I see you got my coat. I will, I will be making statements all through these classes. I'll make statements that you need to write down and meditate and mull on them and talk them out loud out of your mouth. Let yourself hear you talk them. Mull them over. You know what meditation is? That's chewing your spiritual food. You chew it with your mouth. It's like you do natural. Oh, if anybody be in Christ. He's a new creation. Oh, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Now listen, I'm going to make a statement. I want you to write it down. Everything. Don't take shorthand. Everything God wanted you to be. He put in Christ Jesus. And then brought you into union with Him.
Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. I want you to meditate on that all week. Let me make just one little example. Now look at me. Look at me close. This represents the Lord Jesus Christ. This represents you. If any man join himself to Messiah, he's formed a single spirit. This man no longer exists. A new man exists, and he's in total union with Christ Jesus. You've been brought into union with him. Whatever's in Christ is in you. Amen. <laughs> Whatever's in there. I don't care what it is. He put, he put it in Christ. He built you out of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was that sure foundation. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You were built upon that cornerstone. Jesus Christ himself, the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. Lord. Praise God. He started with him, and he built the rest of built on the, uh, 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 the apostles and the prophets. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. How many of you got your little blue sheet? This which we are endeavoring to take and learn will not work for you unless you put it into action. It will not be anything but a bunch of knowledge. I've saw it taught. I've saw it taught to the point that they would be full of knowledge and they had no experience in their life, had none of it working. Head knowledge puffs folks up. Look what I know. I ain't interested in what you know. It's time to put up what you can show. Amen? If we got anything, let's see it. 